What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. I am excited to be here on a Tuesday evening. Recording, recording with the greatest producer in the land, producer Sam. Producer Sam, we've got a great show lined up today. Um, tomorrow is a little, just a little special in uh, in Forte Catholic Land. Sam, do you know why tomorrow is is special at all? It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Is that special? It's hump day. You wear pink on Wednesdays. Why do I wear pink on Wednesdays? I don't know. It's a movie quote. Like, we wear pink on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh, is that, uh, what is it called? Sassy girls or something? Mean girls. Close. Mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> they are very sassy and sassy very mean. and mean. Um, let's have another guess from you, producer Sam. Um, it is the anniversary. Some, a special anniversary. It is an anniversary. Your your wedding anniversary, right? Uh, n- like future? Like I'm going to get married on this day? <laughs> I am a prophet. <laughs> you are going to get married on this day. No, Sam is still single. So if you are a single guy who oh is Catholic gosh, and so super amazing, then, uh, you know, slide into my DMs. Don't slide into hers. That's weird. She doesn't even have Twitter. She's never on Instagram. So there's no DMing producer Sam. It's true. So let me know and I'll, I'll play matchmaker. But... It is the two-year anniversary, Sam. I don't think we have a drum roll. You definitely have access to a soundboard. We've talked about this before. Yeah, but I don't think we have a drum roll. We have applause. I'll 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 applause when it's time. Okay. It is the two-year anniversary tomorrow. By the time you are listening to this, Forte Catholic fans, two-year anniversary of the debut show of Forte Catholic right here on Red Sea Radio. It's been two years, and the people listening now, if you've been listening the past couple of weeks, it's like, wait, didn't we just have a celebration? Like, di- wasn't there just a big celebration for the 100th episode? Yes, there was. But here at Forza Catholic, we are all about making Catholicism fun again, which means we're just celebrating all the time. It's true. I mean, Sam just wanted to celebrate because tomorrow's Wednesday. It's true. <laughs> but it is an extra special day. So uh, just a little bit more brief celebration because we just did a bunch of celebrating on episode 100. Uh, but we're, we're just going to take a few moments just again to thank you guys for sticking with me for two years. This has been an absolute blast. I love doing this every week. So thanks for being along for the ride. Speaking of episode 100, Samantha Leanne Shepard. Not my middle name. Sure it is. Uh, I said it on the radio. so it's, I heard it on the radio, so it's true. <laughs> well, okay. Um, our, good, our good friends over at Epic Pew. Oh. Um, most of the pews that I sit are just very regular pews. Yes. <laughs> they, they have, uh, they're made of wood, mm-hmm. um, rich mahogany most of the time. Yes. Um, S- Sam, are you a fan of like the just wooden pews or do you like the wood with cushions on them? Is it lint? <laughs> no, it is October. <laughs> then then cushions are fine. Cushions are fine. Yeah. Okay. So I, I too am a fan of the cushions. Have you ever knelt on a kneeler that didn't have cushions? Those are much more rare. Yeah, I have. Those are terrible. But it was like renovations, so... Like, Lord, do you know how much I weigh? Like, I can't, I can't put this much weight on top of a wooden pew on my knees. Well, I guess I could, but I'm not that penitent. Okay. 
non-boring pews. Epic pews. Epicpew.com. Essentially, they're the BuzzFeed of the Catholic world. You know what BuzzFeed is, Producer Sam? BuzzFeed. Don't they do like lists? They do lists. They're they're a listicle um, thing. Like I think that's what they're called, right? Yes. Um, they make lists. They make funny posts, that sort of thing. That's what Epic Pew does, but on the Catholic side. So our friend, Sean McAfee, who's been on the show a couple of times. Oh, yeah, that guy. Is the founder of Epic Pew. He has a lovely wife. Like, you know, the whole deal, like, I don't deserve my wife because I look like this and my wife looks like that. And I (laughs) act like this and my wife acts like that. (laughs) It's the same exact thing in the McAfee household. Perfect. Like, we both met each other, like me and Sean. We met each other and we were like, all right, we're going to be best friends, like, right out of the gate. Like, we are super close now. We play video games all the time and just make fun of each other on social media because that's what we do. (laughs) um, I got a... I got a snap today from our good friend, AJ Barrows, who's been on the show before. Uh-huh. And he said, sarcasm is the way I hug. And he said it to me, <laughs> knowing that that's, I mean, that's exactly what I am, right? I show people that I love them through sarcasm. Mark, I like Mark Hart's line. He says, I have a ministry of love through sarcasm. Like, that's, that's what I'm living in. That's, that's what the Lord has called me to. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stay right here. And I'm going to stay just, just right here. Uh, the net ministries person inside of you is dying on the inside. Just a little bit. Yeah. Sarcasm is the devil. <laughs> I don't think My so. I, I love sarcasm. Okay. So uh, the point is we both like... I saw a picture of his wife. He saw a picture of my wife. Neither of us believed each other that that was the other's wife. Because it's just like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. All right, all right. <laughs> we were these ogres that, act, <laughs> that are, that are uh, striving for holiness, but uh, not quite there. And our wives are already very holy and much prettier than us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the lovely Jessica McAfee was gracious enough to write an article on Epic Pew about it, about Forte Catholic in oh, celebration of the 100th episode. That was nice. Yeah. So um, I love interviewing people. I do it in person. She didn't want to talk to me. So she interviewed me through. She just sent me questions and had me type the answers to them. Copy and paste. <laughs> so, yes. Co- copy and paste. What would what I copy and paste from? No, she can copy and paste. Oh, she yeah. The article. <laughs> it's easier. I'm, I'm cheating on my homework about me. <laughs> Why did you start the Forte Catholic podcast? Oh, let me go search Google and find <laughs> out. Google. Maybe Wikipedia knows. Hello, Google. Hello, Google. Okay. So the 100th episode is featured on there along with an interview with myself and the ranking of the top 10 most downloaded podcast in show history. Mm-hmm. And of course, my good friend, Sean McAfee, who isn't, let's just say he isn't in the top 10. He's, but he's very respectful. We respectable. We've done a hundred. This is our hundred and third episode, and I think the last time I checked, his two episodes were like thirteenth and sixteenth or something. Very respectable. Pretty good. Very respectable. Um, the problem is not in the top ten, and this list is about the top ten, right? But Jessica McAfee wrote the bonus episodes, the two that Sean was on. <laughs> of course. So I love this so much. I want to thank both of the McAfees. Uh, for doing that. There are links there. If you go to Epic Pew and, and just search Forte, you can see the article. If you're new to the show and want to want a good place to start, this is a great place to start with the 100th episode, which is a celebration of the show, and then also the list of the top 10 episodes in show history. The people have spoken. Uh, you can't argue with stats. Okay. So, um, Sam. Yes. Last week, we yes. talked a little bit about the... Uh, the amazing week that you had before. 
Correct. And by amazing, I definitely mean terrible. Right. I used a thesaurus today. <laughs> um, they're not extinct like most other dinosaurs. I look and and amazing and terrible were um, synonyms. No, I don't think they're synonyms. No, isn't it antonyms? Antonyms. So they're either sinful or small. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that took you a second. <laughs> like, um... Um, guys, shoot me a message whether you got that terrible joke <laughs> before producer Sam, after producer Sam. Or same time. At the same time. <laughs> How crazy would that be? I'm st- I've listened to so much producer Sam, I have begun to think like her. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Okay, so we talked about the pretty terrible week that you had the week before last week's show. Yeah, yeah. Uh part of that was that your parents had gotten into a wreck. Mm-hmm. We asked for th- we asked for our listeners to pray for your parents. So my question to you is simply did the prayers of the Forte Catholic audience work? I think so. Yeah? Yeah, we're doing a lot better. Um, everyone's back at work and doing good. Um, so that's that's a good thing. We're still a little bumps and bruises, but a lot better than what we were, for sure. All right. So I, I, the answer that I'm hearing is yes, but yes, keep praying. Yes, your <laughs> listeners are holy. Keep up the holiness. You don't know all of my listeners, but I think as a group, they are probably pretty <laughs> holy. <laughs> Hashtag Sean McAfee. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm glad everybody's feeling better. Yes. Because there's actually something pretty exciting going on the next couple of weeks in the life of the Shepherd family. It's true. Um, that's your last name if people aren't aware. That is true. I, I think most people from the show think your last name is Sam and your first name is producer. producer. And your middle name is definitely still Leanne. No, that's not my middle name. <laughs> um. You guys are going on a on a little vacation, uh, yeah. uh, maybe a little more than a, a vacation. Why a don't you tell more. the good friends of Forte Catholic where you are going yeah. for the next week or so? We are going to the Holy Land, so we're going to be in lots of different places and doing lots of different things. It's going to be exciting. So, isn't doesn't, doesn't Scripture say that the land that I'm standing on is holy? Um. Yes. Where, where two or more are gathered in our name, there he is. Like the Lord makes the land whole. Like he it's created true. it. Yes. Uh, so, yes. So, what makes that land so holy? <laughs> um, so, we're actually going to be walking where Jesus was and visiting different places that he will be or was at one point. Um, one of my favorite places that we're going to, that we're going to take our Christmas picture at is at the shepherd's field. So the shepherds on the shepherd's field, Christmas photo. I'm really excited about it. The people who were invited to Christmas late. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the shepherds showing up late. <laughs> With no gifts. <laughs> That's true. Our presence was the gift. All smelly. <laughs> Aww. You smell like the sheep. Poor shepherds. Uh, poor shepherds. I've actually never really thought about this before we just started talking about it. This is I think there's actually a pretty interesting connection here. I, I just thought of this, so tell me if this is any good. Okay, so all land is holy because God created it and made it good. His yes. presence is there. Like, God is there, right? Right. So the holy land is holy because, yes, like I'm making a joke, but there is this point of that Jesus is... Like he physically walked there, like his body right. was there, like right. he lived his life there. He 
was born there. He died there. He taught mm-hmm. there. You can go to the shepherd's field. You can go like you can go to all these places from scripture. I've heard that I've heard so many people come back from the Holy Land and just say like scripture came alive to them. Yeah, absolutely. Because it was a it was a real place. Like so often, like even for those of us who have been living this Christian life for so long, it, I, I mean, I, I know at least I struggle with this. You know, every few months, every whatever, where it's like. Is all this even real? You know, mm-hmm. like, is is God real? Like, did that really happen in the scriptures the way that it happened? Like, those are just doubts, right? Like, we all struggle with doubts. And, right. you know, we we <laughs> that's the whole point of faith and the whole point of growing in knowledge, the whole point of listening to podcasts, the whole point of listening to radio, whole point of community is that we get through those doubts, right? But there's something, like, the people ha- that have gone to the Holy Land have come back and said, like, it's a lot, it's just another step away from doubt. Because you're not doubting. If, if like I, if I've I've never been to the Holy Land, I trust that it's real. Mm. But I've never been there. I've never experienced right, it. Right. But it takes that level of that doubt away. So here's the connection that I started thinking about. Yeah, this land is holy. I can read the scriptures about Capernaum. I can read the scriptures about the shepherd's field. But you reading that scripture on the shepherd's field. Like you're in the like where it happened. Like God's body mm. was there. And I started thinking. About okay, I can pray right here in this studio, right? Yeah, I, I'm. This is holy, holy ground. Uh, not saying that either of us are stu- super holy, but the scriptures doesn't say where two super holy people are gathered. There I am, mm. where two people are gathered in my name. We are here gathered in the name of God to do this to do this podcast. Um, some might argue with us, but that's our intention. That's not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we could pray here, and that'd be cool. But why not go where Jesus' body is? Mm. Like the holy ground of like Eucharistic adoration, right? Yeah. Um, that, that just kind of hit me. Because this week, I, I, just public confession, I drive by two perpetual adoration chapels every day, going to work and going, from, going home from work, every day. And I didn't ever really think about it or... Or it never really crossed my mind because my life was so busy, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I was like, every time I was like, I'm all, I always felt like I was running late for something. Mm-hmm. Running late for a meeting. Got to get to a meeting. Got to fill my day with all this work stuff. My life slowed down this week with my new role at work. And on Monday, really for the first time in a very long time, I felt this tug on my heart and this desire to drive by and go to the adoration chapel on my mm-hmm. way to work. I had oh. I had 20 extra minutes, right? So for the first time in a long time, I had 20 extra minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I, like, I want to go encounter the Lord. And like, I've talked on the show, like, especially over the summer, like things are a lot better in my spiritual life than they were in the summer. But a lot of my prayer has been coming out of, I need to do this. I, kn- I know, like, I know the theology. I have learned this. I know that even when I don't want to, I don't desire this that I still should do it and it's still good for me and it still is beneficial for me even when I don't want to do it. But for the first time in a very long time, like I have the desire, let's say every other day, to pray. So like Monday, I was like, I, I want to go spend some time with God. And I did in, in, his, in the presence of his body. And what's interesting in that is like, I didn't feel a tug to just go to the office, find a quiet place and pray for 20 minutes. I didn't think when I was at home, find a quiet place, insert laugh track here, quiet place at my house with three kids, <laughs> uh, find, find a place that's quiet to pray there. Like, 
I was drawn to be in this like extra holy place, right? Mm, yeah. So that's just kind of interesting to me. So what are you looking forward to the most about your Holy Land trip? Uh, well, you already said the shepherd's field. Yeah, like I'm, that's, that, I, I think that one's, that. is that, is that really your favorite or is it just kind of the silliest? No, that's the silliest. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm excited. One of the days we're actually going to the walk the path that Jesus walked when he died. Um, so we're going to wake up like super, super early in the morning and, and walk that path. I think we might do like kind of like a stations of the cross kind of thing um and we'll end where they laid jesus's body oh wow and i mean i think i think that's gonna be one of the most like like moments um but i'm also just like really excited to see how the lord's gonna surprise me i really think he's gonna do that i don't know why i just think he has something really good in store for me um just in my prayer and, and things like that so i'm i'm really excited just to see what does Jesus want to do with this time here? That's interesting because like expecting a surprise is an interesting thing. Like most people don't expect a surprise. That's kind of the whole point of a surprise. Right. But I think it makes total sense because you're going literally to the land where the biggest surprise of all time happened. It's like, true. Hey, we killed this guy. And Jesus comes back to the Surprise, I'm back. <laughs> you know? so, <laughs> I think that's absolutely perfect. Yeah. So um, the rest of today's show we're going we're gonna to bring in a Beyonce song in the third segment. We're going to talk about International Podcast Day and my conversation with a bot on Twitter. That's all in the third segment. Right when we come back from this break, we're going to be talking to Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. I can't wait. We just lined this up yesterday. I'm excited to have him on. We'll be right back to talk about Everyday Catholic, his speaking, his podcasting, his book. Peace. Yo, I hope you are enjoying today's show. We're having so much fun making it. If you are enjoying the show, you can do something super easy. Take you 30 seconds to help me out uh, and help other people hear about the show. Uh, Head on over to iTunes, wherever you are listening to the podcast. Go give it a rating and uh, leave your review. It would be fantastic. Help more people to find the show. I would really, really appreciate it. Help me help you help someone else make Catholicism fun again in their life. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. We're continuing our celebration of our two-year anniversary here on the radio. I wanted to get a great guest, not just an okay guest, not not a bad guest. I wanted to get a phenomenal guest for this great anniversary celebration. And as of about, I don't know, 22 hours ago, we got one locked in. I'm very excited to have a speaker, podcaster, a video creator, video personality, just an absolute sensation. Mr. Chris Mueller of Everyday Catholic is here this evening. Chris, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Hey, when I heard the intro, I was like, man, I wonder who they got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's you, man. I'm really excited oh, man. to have you on. Um, I We had a conversation. We were, it's funny. We were talking about uh, wives earlier before we came onto the air. And essentially, this got booked because of our wives and our, uh, our public confession on Twitter about pizza and that, and that relation with our wives. Uh, you, yeah, were, man. you were talking about your love of pizza. 
I replied, uh, finally uh, coming clean with my wife on Twitter, I just tagged her there, that I, <laughs> I bought a pizza, had intended to eat half of it and bring the other half home to her, ate the whole pizza and didn't tell her for a week until the reply on your tweet. Yeah, I no, I get it. I, I had like a, it was an olive and cheese pizza and I thought, I, you know, it was Friday, so I'm trying not to eat meat. And I ate like half of this thing and I woke up the next morning and I don't know if it was the olives or what, but man, if I was like, I had like a pizza hangover. I mean, I was dehydrated. I felt terrible. It was awful. Yeah. I didn't know that could happen. I don't like that. That can happen. I can't say it's going to stop me because I love pizza. <laughs> you know, now, I've been in youth ministry for 18 years and I still love pizza. Like I can't stop. Yeah. For me, uh, that's one of the things where it's just like, I think I had so much that my body just decided, you know what? You're not going to have this anymore. (laughs) Oh, man. No, I, you know, and now that I've got six kids, it's just like, we'll just bring it on. I'll just do more pizza, pizza forever. You know, that's what's going to get me ultimately is pizza. I know. It's a good way to go. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I'm really excited to have you on. Oh, the whole point was uh, we met, we met there on Twitter. I've been following your stuff forever. You didn't know me from Adam, but, but we started to have this conversation. It was a, it was a fun back and forth uh but then like because you're like so popular i, I couldn't send you a dm so i i kept like you had to s- initiate the conversation because you're just so amazing uh, so thank yeah, that's you. ridiculous thank you. i wonder if i have settings so weird like you, you can't really you couldn't dm me that's strange i couldn't no it's it's this whole deal where like so the main setting that most people use is you can't dm somebody unless you're fo- unless they're following you so like oh. so so yeah so uh, oh. uh now well, I'm I cool follow. I didn't know I wasn't following no I th- oh man, whatever dude I, I'm pretty sure now I'm whatever. now I'm cool because you're in and I this is essentially the theme this is going to be a theme of this interview so uh, before I reveal <laughs> what the theme is I want you to explain what you do with everyday Catholic to our audience. Yeah, and it's funny we've been, we've been bouncing back taglines over the last couple months of of how to say that in like a sentence right. And what I've, I've recently come to is, you know, we make good Catholic stuff for the rest of us. Um, and that's, and that's really the, the plan is, you know, we, I'm a Catholic dad of six kids. I want, I want podcasts I can listen to in the car. I want shows I can watch on the web. I want stuff that, that's going to keep me engaged, that my kids are either going to get overshot. Like if I'm going to listen to a podcast, they're going to get hit by it, right? Or if they're watching a show, I'm going to get hit by it. And so, you know, the person I always think about is that, that mom who's, maybe raising kids and dads agnostic or uninvolved. If we can create like a show that the kids will watch and all of a sudden dad's learning about the faith and getting sucked in, then, then that's winning to me. Or if I can create a podcast that, that mom listens to in the car, dad listens to, and, and suddenly it's evangelizing the kids because they get drawn in. I mean, that's what, that's what we want to do. And so we're just kind of looking at where can we serve the church um, and, and how can we reach out in that way? So I, I guess that's the, that was much longer than I think you wanted, but that's what I gave you. No, that's yeah. that's it. That's yeah. exactly that's exactly what I wanted. But uh, you set up perfectly um, the theme for this interview without even knowing it. I haven't told you this at all. But essentially, no, like that's the same mission of Forte Catholic. It's the same thing of everything I do. like. We both speakers, both podcasters, making shows for. I mean, you say for the rest of us. My tagline is "Make Catholicism fun again." Like we're making it for the same people. Um, but the theme of this interview is essentially that you are just the successful version of me. Like that's all this really is. Oh no, I, 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 I think I don't know what you've been reading. <laughs> yeah, man, I am just some guy, you know. And it's it's funny. I was talking to somebody about this this morning too. You know, the life of faith is terrifying, right? Like. 
And at every point you just step out and God says, well, go, Hey, go to point A. And you think, all right. And you think, you know, what point A, B and C are, and you get to point A and he's like, no, that was, you were completely wrong. Um, or, or you get ahead of his plan and involved in your ego and it fails. And then there's like, you know, all of the attack and the depression that comes with that. And I'm just some guy trying to get to point A, you know? Um, and half the time it's like, okay, Lord, well, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I feel like you're asking me to do it. So here I go. Well, there you go. You, you've been doing good stuff, man. You're being humble. You've got uh, recommendations from Father Leo Padalinghug, Bob Rice, Father Mike Schmitz. Uh, and I think the most interesting one on your recommendation list that I wanted to ask about is Philip Rivers. Like, I've talked about him on the show before, quarterback for uh, the now Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> are, yeah. Are you in San Diego? Well, I grew up in San Diego County. Yeah. I lived oh, just across man. the border. So yeah, they, you know, our, our parish on Sunday mornings, you would, it would look like people were going to the game, uh, <laughs> on Sundays. I mean, I, I've seen little girls in, in like little San Diego Chargers cheerleading. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that was a reality. <laughs> and it kind of, it kind of changed. You're um, also saying it, it's, you're not also, I also don't hear you condemning it. So I just, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Philip's a good man. So I, you know, I won't condemn that. But yeah, no, they're, they're great. I, you know, we just had some mutual uh, friends um, and I was able to reach out to them to kind of get that endorsement. And they're just wonderful, really wonderful. I mean, you know, how the story goes is my nephew and his wife were at a parish in San Diego and they, and they're just going with their kids. They don't really know anybody there. And one day a lady walks up to my niece, uh, and says, hi, you know, introduces herself and, and just, Hey, we, are you new here? We haven't seen you before. And just goes out of her way to be welcoming. And, and that was Tiffany. Um, she just that, you know, they are just wonderful people. Like, you know, like you'd like you want to believe. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always been yeah. fascinated by Philip. Just his whole story is just like for myself growing up as an athlete. He was always somebody that I looked up to who was a, a man of obviously phenomenal, phenomenal on the field, but just a phenomenal man, phenomenal Catholic, phenomenal husband, father. Like I, he's just somebody that I that I look up to. Yeah, no, and you know, honestly, I, I, I have never had the chance to one-on-one, face-to-face meet them, um, but we've exchanged emails, and and yeah, they've they've been very supportive, and and I can't I can't sing their praises highly enough. Wonderful couple, you know, and a gift to the church for sure. Well, that's phenomenal, and and you're you're doing great stuff too, man. We we talked a little, we talked. Uh, in, in a broad terms about what Everyday Catholic is doing, you can find all this at everydaycatholic.com. But you've got the Chris Mueller show. You've got these videos. I watched one about confession on your main page. And like <laughs> like 20 seconds, in most confession videos, it's a guy standing there teaching you about confession. It sounds like a classroom, right? 20 right. seconds into your video, there's a scene of somebody being interrogated in a police, like a police interrogation room. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, man. And that's all me. Like all three of those characters are me, um, which is kind of fun, you know, like, cause we, yeah, the, the detective and I rough myself up, you know, it, it comes down to <laughs> like, I feel like we've gotten really good at doing these kind of dramatic, fuzzy, be real kind of, you know, monologues in essence. Um, but I, like, I don't watch those. I tried to watch some of those with my kids and they can't watch them. You know, their attention spans aren't there. And honestly, mine isn't always there either. <laughs> so I thought, well, gosh, how can we do, how can we teach the faith, which is exciting in a way that, that makes sense to, to those minds. And, and so this is just, you know, these are some of the metaphors I use when I'm teaching. Um, and just to be able to bring them to life, you know, it was really cool. I wrote some scripts and I had written them and I was sitting like, how can I make these things? And, and there was just no way. 
And uh, that day, a guy followed me on Twitter, and it was funny as I checked who it was because you know I'm, I'm, I want to know. And uh, he in his profile picture he had a big he had a camera like he's a, a film camera. And so I followed up, and it it turned out it was a dad from our program. Um, and at the time he was working for one of the, the large casinos out here doing all their in-house production. Now he has his own company called Rimrock, um, uh, Rimrock creative media. And he's just this incredibly talented guy who could take this vision I had and put three of me in the same room, you know, um, and, and allow me to rough myself up, which I thought was nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we're really excited where the plan is to make 10 of those each year. Uh, and then just a wide ranging, um, a wide, you know, whatever, whatever falls under the umbrella of Catholics on the table. And so the first episode on confession, we've got completely filmed. We're doing rough edits right now. We'll go to sound and special effects, um, right after, and then we'll start producing the next episode. So I have to say, I've never talked to any Catholic speaker or media person who said, yes, I found the person who made this happen in a casino. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to understand. So where I live, I live in a little area of, of Southern California, Temecula and Murrieta, these two little cities. And I say little cities, they're about 100,000 people each. So they're not little, but compared to out here. Right. And we have the largest casino like west of Las Vegas um, here in Temecula, um, Pachanga Casino. So it's a big, a big player, I mean, uh, in the area. So yeah. Yeah, man. That's great. <laughs> so I, I've... Uh... I've seen you for quite some time. I joked with my friends. Uh, some of my friends here actually locally have a show called Everyday Catholics, you know, kind of bring oh, really? it, bringing Christ into okay. the everyday. And I've told them the same thing that I'm about to tell you. Um, about four or five years ago, when I was thinking about the idea for this show that I wanted to do, I again I told you like like my vision is pretty similar to yours. You're just better at it than me, uh, and you got and you got the name <laughs> first because I thought like, you know what I want to make something for the everyday Catholic. Like there's there's a bunch of great stuff already going to like like grow in your faith to like learn. Uh, like knowledge about your faith, like through uh, some of the, some of the other big Catholic broadcasters, but something that's entertainment that you can also grow with. I just saw that that was lacking, so I was like, I want to make something for the just everyday Catholic. And I I, I googled everyday Catholic, and two people already had taken it. So thanks for taking the name, buddy. Well, I, I didn't have it at that point. I, I did have to go out and get that domain. So there was there was a little bidding involved in that. But I yeah. gotcha. So it must have just been them. Uh, I, I, ret I retract. I take all of my all of my spite and I turn <laughs> it back towards my friends. At everyday yeah, man. But I, I actually I love the the play on words though, because you know, like everyday Catholic is typically not used in in like a positive way. But you know, I mean, like, but but what it is to be an everyday Catholic, like an ordinary Catholic, well, that should be an extraordinary life, right? Um, and so, yeah, man, I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I love is I, I love podcasts just like the ones that you're talking about. So uh, when we when we lined this up, I started listening to some of your show. Uh, one of the more interestingly named podcasts, The Afternoon Morning Show. What's the story behind that? How did you think of that name? You know, I just wanted to do something that you people could listen to on their commute. Right. And I, and I love morning radio type shows. I mean, I like your podcast because it's that kind of feeling, right? It's fun. It's, it's, you want to be part of the conversation. And so I thought, well, gosh, how could we do that? And, you know, and that, so that the idea was, well, it's an afternoon morning show. It's, it's kind of that, it's that, it's a drive time podcast. Right. So, and, uh, so it's been me and Vinny and we just brought in a third person, uh, Megan, who's, she's great. Like, I'm really excited to have her part of that conversation because it's, you know, the goal is that as people listen to it, they're, they're talking back to the radio without thinking about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so the afternoon morning show, it's kind of our, our, our drive time conversation. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I listened to the, uh, two of your more recent episodes about millennials and adversity with you and Vinny, and uh, yeah. I, I just really enjoy it. I definitely want people to go check it out. And also, thank you. You're way too kind for saying you like the show. Um, I really appreciate it. So we got about maybe four minutes left or so. I want to talk Ooh. about one of your one of your big topics that you actually wrote a book on that I think is good, uh, especially good for for our times right now, called Lead from the Pew. So why don't you just explain that idea to us a little bit? Well, writing a book on because I'm not quite there yet. Oh, but, um, look at you. Yeah, it's coming. You know, yeah, you know, here's the reality. And sometimes I feel like that, you know, like that the story of the emperor's new clothes describes a lot of Catholics um, because the church is, the church is beautiful, right? But the lived experience, sometimes it's like, we're all saying, oh no, it's beautiful. It, it, it is, but I can't see it. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's okay to stand up and say, gosh, my parish kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, like, like that's okay. But what's not okay is to say my parish kind of sucks and then to drift, right? right? Um, that's not okay. You know, it's, it's not okay to die on the vine. Like you've got no right to die on the vine. And so if you're in a parish situation, and again, there are a lot of wonderful parishes. We have some fantastic priests out doing great work. And, and then there's some situations that aren't fantastic, or maybe they're not fantastic for you. Then you have an obligation to lead from the pews you know, to do your part. And so if you say, gosh, I wish we had community in my parish. Well, th that's a real easy thing. You just have to get uncomfortable, right? You're going to have to be the person who reaches out and says, hey, you're new here. Or you know what? I noticed your wife hasn't been at mass with you in a long time. What's going on? Um, you know, and that is how we bridge that gap. So the whole, the whole premise of this is we're kind of looking at like that, that Acts 243 through 47 community, right? Like, who wouldn't want to belong to that? Like awe comes upon everybody. Signs and wonders are done. You know, there's people are selling their stuff to take care of each other. Like I want to belong to that church. Well, it's within grasp. Like it, it, that is our church. We just start to have living it out. Um, so, so that's kind of the premise. And, and we're really kind of looking at the preceding verse, Acts 2, 4, 2, as if you want Acts 2, 43 through 47, you have to live on Acts 2, 42. Um, which is they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles, the communal life to the breaking the bread and to prayers. And we break that down and, and how we do that. How does the radical life lived in those things? Yeah, I love this idea because of uh, some of the things you've already said, but uh, this idea that, okay, I'm not being fed at my parish and kind of this despair that comes like a lot of times it's because of, of parish leadership. And there, there comes this is like, oh, what can I even do to to continue to grow, to continue to create this community. Uh, I think you, you've, and I think like, even like the whole Acts 242, it's like, I've heard this idea, but like, what do I do in the meantime? Like, what do I do? Like, I want to get the parish to this place. I'm not in charge. So what's, what, what do I do? What's the best practical thing that advice you can give me uh, that I can do in the next six months? You can do the next six months. Um, get to know the people who sit in the same place every Sunday and get to know the people who sit around you. I mean, that, that is, that is huge in changing the Sunday experience. One, um, because we can't be a community that sells our stuff to take care of each other if we don't know that people can't pay their mortgages. Right. Does that wow. make sense? Yeah, that's powerful. And, well, and that's true though, right? We don't, we don't know each other. I mean, we, we watch each other's kids grow up and we don't know each other's names. Um, and we, we have to stop that. So that's, that's one. Two, I'd say stop taking your phone in the bathroom, start taking your Bible. Um, <laughs> Right, it's real You're just simple. punching me in the heart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was real simple. Just put a Bible on the back of your toilet seat right there, and, and don't bring your phone. Read that. It sounds silly, and God deserves more time than the restroom. But that one change will change everything. 
right? Um, but, and then, and then commit to like a daily time of prayer. Um, you know, and again, we, we need roadmaps for that. Father, uh, Father Michael Scanlon has a great book, Appointment with God, who lays out what a daily time of prayer. And there's a, there's a number of them out there. I like that one. Um, but, you know, and then in that prayer, that changing of the expectation, you know, like, what am I, what am I doing? Last thing, last point, sorry, I'm probably going over time here, but, um, at Sunday mass, like when you're at mass, um, that just acknowledging the fact that after the consecration, every prayer, God's right there. So talk to him, you know, Lord, I'm not worried that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, right? Like, um, it, like he's right there. You're not talking to a distant God. You're not sending emails to a celebrity. He's right there. Talk to him. And that just completely changes everything from that point. Well, Chris, you're an inspiration, man. I really do appreciate you coming on, celebrating this uh, this anniversary show with us. I want people to go check out your website, everydaycatholic.com. You can find all of his social media to follow him, all of his shows, uh, both video and audio. Thanks so much for your time, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, dude. Keep doing the good work. All right, thanks a lot. Guys, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. We're going to keep this going. We're going to uh, talk about uh, the song Halo by Beyonce, what that has to do with today. We're going to talk about celebrating International Podcast Day that, over this last week and a conversation that I had on Twitter with a bot. Was it Russian? I'm not sure, but we'll find out. We will be right back in just a couple minutes. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is Taylor Schroll. Most of you who have uh, heard the show for the last few weeks know that uh, we'd recently changed some of our intro music to some of our segments, like the one that you're hearing right now from the man, Brandon Morrell, also known as Be the Symbol of Catholic Rapper. Um, it's only been a couple of weeks, so I just want to preface this with I'm not mad. But if you've been listening to today's show... We started off with the the Forte Catholic intro, the song that that I sang on, the song that has been the intro song since day one. We started off with that one. The plan is to start segment one and end segment three with that song. And then we have interspersed at the end of segment one, uh, the beginning of segment three, and then the beginnings and ends of two using these new songs. Today, we started off with the Forte Catholic intro. We ended segment one with the Forte Catholic intro. I laughed at Sam, thought it was funny. We joked about it. Uh, we started segment two with the music that we were supposed to by Brandon Morrell. We ended segment two with the Forte Catholic intro music once again. So, Sam, I I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Oh, you're muted. Why are you muted? Noises. Oh, oh there you are. You muted I me. muted you. That was your punishment. That okay. was sad. Uh, so speaking of new things on the show involving sounds. Yes. We we're going to have a new sound effect on the show. New sound effect. That we are going to use at times that any of us, myself included, say something that we think is funny that actually isn't funny or other awkward moments that we think would be funny. So I want to, before we get to just the soundbite, 
I want to play where this came from. This is from our good friend in the NBA, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. If you're not an NBA fan, I'll have to explain a little bit about Kawhi to you. He's one of the best players in the league. He also has zero, and I repeat, zero personality. No personality whatsoever. Uh, I have never heard, I've never seen this man smile. I've never heard him laugh. But uh, recently, his lack of personality has been in the news because people are saying if he had a bigger personality, he'd get bigger deals, he'd go to bigger cities, like he would be more popular if he was more likable. So we can tell that he's being coached in being likable, which is what I've been doing with producer Sam for the last eight years. Um, But it's not going too well. So essentially, to be more like the people, it, it looks like he was coached to make a joke and then and then laugh. Uh, I want you to be the judge on how it goes. Let's go ahead and uh, give the people a little intro into that. Doug Smith, the Toronto Star. Kawhi, um, I'm just here off to your right. Uh, a lot of people up here don't know much about you. Can you? How would you describe yourself, and what would you like people to know about you? Uh, I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more question you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> that happened last week, and it has been just blowing up on social media. People keep sharing it, using it as a meme. Uh, just the laugh track is going to begin to be a segment or a, a sound effect on the show. So uh, when I say a joke, like a dad joke that isn't funny, like earlier in today's show, I said that uh, sarcasm is the way that I hug. That'd be a perfect time for this. <laughs> just pained laughter, just just tremendously pained laughter. Also, just a little tidbit for anyone, if. At the beginning of somebody asks you to explain yourself, to introduce yourself, never start with, uh, I'm a fun guy. (laughs) If you're not a fun guy, that that (laughs) 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 Sam's going to be very mean with the sound effect. I can already tell. Um, Sam, one thing we didn't get to because I forgot and I'm a bad radio host. Was <laughs> I don't when, know if that's true. When we okay. were talking about the Holy Land, t- to turn yourself up, Sam, I can't I'm, hear you. I'm sorry. I don't want to be super loud in people's the, ears. The people want to hear you. Um, <laughs> Hello, people. I almost introduced myself to, in today's show as Sam Shepard because I know because of Twitter <laughs> that I'm not even the most popular person on my own show. You definitely are. So I want to be just like you when I grow up. I want to be like you. Okay. So we are talking about your trip to the Holy Land that is coming up. Yes. Uh, we we talked. It was, it was a very holy conversation. It um, did I, end I, up being a very I holy know. conversation. I got some spiritual insight. Uh, I, th- I think I think you you shared some of your heart as well. Um, that's all very beautiful, but I'm I'm upset. Yeah, I know. Because this means that you're not going to be here for the next two weeks of the show. It's true. So um, if I lose all listeners and all subscribers, it's completely your fault for going to see Jesus. There's so much pressure. (laughs) (laughs) So much pressure. So you need to pray for that. Speaking of prayers in the Holy Land. Yes. We want, not we, you want, you asked. I did. For for prayer requests from our listeners Mm -hmm. that you will take with you. 
to the Holy Land. Yes. So, people, Sam isn't on social media because she's boring. That's um, true. Off the air. She's very fun on the air. <laughs> off the air, she's like Kawhi Leonard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Um, uh, the irony of me making fun of somebody's laugh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, you're going to be gone. People can send prayer requests to me at Forte Catholic on Twitter, mm-hmm. Forte Catholic on Facebook, Forte Catholic on Instagram. Did I already say that? Whatever. All social media. Send me a DM with a prayer request. I will get it to Sam. Do it by this Sunday. This Sunday, which is October 7th. Uh, send those prayer requests and Sam will take those to the Holy Land. That is by far the holiest thing that's ever been done <laughs> on this show because it wasn't my idea. Okay, so um, speaking of holy things, Miss Shepherd. Yes. Uh, as we record this on Tuesday, most a lot of a lot of the listeners of the podcast do listen the day that it comes out on Wednesdays. Uh, probably about half of them listen on the first day, which is pretty exciting. People are excited about it. That makes me very happy. Uh, so to them, yesterday which is our today. It's very confusing. Time yes. travel. Yes, okay. Tuesday, October 2nd. I tried to convince you earlier that it was the first. You Correct. corrected me. Do you know what today's feast day is? No. Okay. So I learned this morning what today's feast day was. I heard it. As I was scrolling through Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. I saw people sharing about today's feast. I Before we, I tell you what it is, I want to tell you what happened like in my subconscious today. Okay. So very often in my subconscious, songs arise, completely random. I hadn't heard them in years. Don't know why the song is there. And it takes me seconds, minutes, hours, days to find out why that song was stuck in my head. Today's Today, this song was stuck in my head. We're going to play it for you now, and I want you to try to figure out, Producer Sam, what today's feast day is. Remember those walls I built? Well, baby, they tumbling down, and they didn't even put up a fight. They didn't even make the sound. I found a way to let Producer you Sam is dancing in, to the music, as many of you are. I got my angel now. Oh, you got your angel like now? Every rule I had to break It's the risk that I'm taking. I ain't never gonna shut you out. Everywhere I'm looking now, I'm surrounded by your embrace. Baby, I can see your halo. Okay, okay Sam. Uh, we've got mention of, of angels. I, I will tell you, it's not the feast day of anyone's dating life, which is what this song is about. Uh, but it's entitled what, Sam? Halo. Uh, by who? Beyonce. The queen bee herself. Uh, she is singing currently the song Halo. Does that give you any insight into what today's feast day is? Someone who has a halo, probably a saint. That's normally what you celebrate on feast days. That is correct. Today, Today, that is incorrect. It is not a saint. Oh, dang it. Oh. Okay, so that should give me a hint. So who who else has feast days that are not human saints? Angels? So the yes. guardian angels? Guardian are not- angels. Today is the feast day hey, of yo. the guardian angels. So I heard that this morning, and this song has been stuck in my head all day. 
I let's say I, I found out there was a feast day around eight thirty this morning. Okay. It wasn't until about two thirty, three o'clock this afternoon that I go, Oh, that's why Halo is stuck in my head. <laughs> there it is. It's because it's the feast of the guardian angels. That's right. This is funny because the other day it was the feast day of the archangels, right? That's true. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Donatello. Also, <laughs> random fact. You're not going to laugh at that joke. That was a funny joke. Oh, I didn't hear it. No really. Kawhi laughed there. I, I included Donatello because a lot of those names are also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I see. Um, I didn't laugh again. <laughs> Sorry, there it is. <laughs> also, you need, random you're suspended note. <laughs> for the next two weeks. You can't come onto the show. <laughs> random note out of those names that you just said, one of those is very close to my actual middle name, not the name that you always say is my middle name. Random fact. But we're not going to say it because acknowledging your real middle name would ruin that joke forever. That's true. Um, so, funny story from the feast day of the Archangels. We wanted to celebrate because I grew up in St. Michael's Parish. So St. Michael's always been very close to my heart. I love the St. Michael prayer. I say it every night before I go to sleep. A uh, long story behind that, I'll tell one day. Um, I We wanted to celebrate as a family. My wife was like, we should do something. I was like, okay, we... And I, th- I thought of, I, I didn't realize why I chose this, but again, subconsciously, I'm smarter than I am when I'm conscious. Um, <laughs> so I decided, okay, let's go to this new restaurant. It's not a new restaurant. It's a new for us. We had never been until very recently. Um, uh, hadn't been until recently. We went, loved it. So I was like, oh, let's go there again. It's called Wings and More. Oh my <laughs> so on the feast day of Angels with Wings... We celebrated by eating wings. Perfection. It was perfection. You are perfection, and you're going to be missed over the next two weeks. So, all right, that's Halo. Uh, Another cool thing that we heard, or that happened over this last week, is that we celebrated on September 30th. Um, Any idea what that holiday was, Miss Shepard? No. I have mentioned it twice today on today's show, but it might have been... While you were playing the wrong music. So you might not have been paying It's attention. very valid. Because <laughs> uh, it was in the intros and outros of segments. So that would make perfect sense. We celebrated on 930 International Podcast Day. Oh, I missed that completely. You did because you're not on social media. It's a social media thing. That's true. So I celebrated, as did many others, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on Facebook. And what I did was I, I wanted to thank our listeners, uh, the the, the Two main points of that day are to thank people who listen to podcasts and thank people who make podcasts. Right. So I wanted to do the twofold thing of, yes, promote the show. It's International Podcast Day. We want to bring out the awareness of podcasting and that it's super easy. So I shared like a video on how to subscribe, how to rate, how to listen to podcasts, that sort of thing. And also just put myself out there for new people to listen. And I got some new listeners. It was actually pretty exciting. A lot of people followed and said, hey, I'm listening to the show now because of this. Um, I also wanted to thank our listeners for this great journey we've been on. We've just been celebrating for the last couple of weeks, episode 100, today's you know two-year anniversary of somebody giving letting me come onto the radio and talk for a while. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a, a thank them by having a giveaway. So I, I said, um, essentially, for this giveaway, like this, like this account, like this, follow the account, like the tweet, retweet with your favorite memory of the show. And a couple people did, like our good friend, Father Anthony, Anthony Shrapa, his favorite memory was him coming on the show. Of course. Because of hashtag pride. Um, <laughs> but um, I told everybody that I announced the winner on today's show. Whoa. And the winner, I said it was going to be random. 
I didn't realize I was lying at the time. I really meant that. But then I read this response. <laughs> and Mr. Jeremy Hollis on Twitter, whose handle is at IrishHunter74, this was his reply. Sam, you're going to love this. You're the reason that Jeremy won. You and you alone. <laughs> okay. His favorite memory was, I'm thinking this is indomitable or is it <laughs> abominable? Whatever it is, it's the seventh best tweet I've seen today. (laughs) (laughs) So great. So So that is definitely for producer Sam. Jeremy Hollis wins a Forte Catholic t-shirt, a Make Catholicism Fun Again hat, and a personalized sung video to him from me that I will be posting on his Twitter timeline here very soon. So we have to talk about this conversation with this Twitter bot that I had. Long story short, we've only we got a little bit over a minute left today. Uh, I found this bot and I was like, I wonder how long this – essentially a bot is it, – it automatically sends tweet. There's not a person behind it reading it anymore and it sends automatic replies. Here's our conversation. He says, when's the last time you went to mass? At around 8 o'clock or at about around 8.30. I said 8.17 because I had just gotten out of mass. He replied, mercy is greater than sin. Very odd reply. Uh, Will you forgive someone who wronged you? I sent him a gif of John Hamm saying, yes, yes, I will. God loves you. I was like, you've said that. Uh, Will you pray for someone who is suffering? I said, yes, I often pray for myself. Uh, Mercy is greater than sin. Will you pray silently for a moment? So... Uh, so I've heard that mercy is greater than sin because they've already told that to me. I said, silence is hard for me. I'm quite forte. Uh, they said, God loves you. Will you make an act of hope? I said, I don't really know what that entails. They responded with a heart. God loves you. Will you pray to St. Michael? I said, oh, for sure. I can do that. He's my favorite. Uh, he said, mercy is greater than sin. Will you give thanks to God? I shared a gift of Steve Harvey saying, thank you, Jesus. God loves you. Will you make an act of spiritual communion? I said, why not the real thing? He said, mercy is greater than sin. Will you praise God? I shared Tyler Perry saying, hallelujah. Mercy is greater than sin. Will you make an act of faith? I shared a gif of Jim Carrey saying, I believe. (laughs) This went on for about 18 more tweets. It involved many gifts. It was an absolute blast. Just like today's show. Producer Sam, thanks. Um, And thanks for nothing for leaving me for the next two weeks. I'll be back without producer Sam next week. Say it! Hey, I just wanted to stop and take a moment to tell you to go visit the website for all your Forte Catholic needs. F-O-R-T-E Catholic.com. You can find old podcast episodes. You can find info on my music, on my speaking. You can find booking information. I'm getting a lot of exciting New events lined up here in 2018 and and even in 2019. If you want me to come out to your parish or to ask an event or school, I would love to go check it out. F-O-R-T-E Catholic dot com. I love you. I love you, Maggie. I love you. Daddy's the best.